0: healthy starts early a podcast about eating healthy as a family i am your host sarah rusing founder of the phoebe app and passionate advocate of healthy eating at home a quick disclaimer our content is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as a healthcare advice if you have any concerns over the health and well-being of your child please contact your gp or health visitor now let's enjoy the next episode Welcome to another episode of Phoebe Podcast. Today, we're talking to Kat Dodd from Doddle Cutlery. Kat, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? How um, did you come to make um, cutlery? And what's your background before cutlery? Were you in design before? Anything related to what you're doing now? Um,
1: yes, yeah, well, nothing related to what I'm doing now, apart from um, having children. So before um, I did Doddle, I was I actually worked in waste management um, so, recycling and getting everyone's uh, rubbish and bins collected, so completely different. Um, but yeah, how Doddle uh, came about was because I had three children very close together. So, my daughter was only 15 months old when my twins were born. Um, and that really was the, the start of my journey in terms of their mealtimes becoming very challenging with the three kids. And um, that's what ultimately led to, to Doddle uh,
0: being formed and um what is so special about doddle and how does it help the baby getting used to eating with cutlery
1: um so the real special thing about uh the doddle cutlery is that it's specifically designed for babies and children so for decades we've just been giving children small versions of adult cutlery which is just long thin handles um and basically, that's counterproductive for children. They don't have the strength, the coordination, the dexterity to use cutlery like we do. So giving them uh, just small versions of adult cutlery, we've just been setting them up to sale. And that was basically the concept and the um, idea I was working with, which was then led, led to a long path of sort of research, development and testing to create cutlery that was specifically designed for children based on their coordination their capability their strength their control
0: and how did the initial idea you know how how was that idea born because your cutlery looks very different to any other children's cutlery like you say you know others might have a chunkier grip or you know the handle is a bit thicker than the usual adult version let's say of a fork or a knife how did you come up with that really nice um don't know I would almost call it like you know it's something that's molded towards the to to the hand of a baby how did you come up with that idea
1: well it sort of it uh it was actually a light bulb moment so I was on holiday uh with my children they were um the twins were two and my daughter was three (coughs) excuse me and we had um it was another sort of messy meal i'd given them pasta and all they had in the place we were staying was plastic forks you, your sort of standard disposable ones and um, i had given that those the kids with their pasta and we still had the same issues of sort of mess food flying everywhere and then my three-year-old accidentally broke the handle of her fork and then she just picked up the sort of stubby utensil end of the fork And then I was just, this was without being, I was just watching her. I was just stood there watching her and um, she then picked that up and she started to eat her pasta much more easily where she was sort of going to try and stab it. She was successful. She was able to like control it and get it into her mouth. And so I was watching the other two still sort of flicking it around with these longer forks that they were struggling to control. And then my other daughter, who was actually really starting to now concentrate and having much more success. (coughs) And that gave me the idea that uh, the long handle was counterproductive for children. And so after that holiday, I got back home and I actually started, I bought a lot more plastic forks, broke off the handles, and I started moulding handles that were much more compact um, of all different shapes and uh, designs, and that was really the, the start of my journey in terms of it wasn't a long, relatively thin handle children needed. It needed to be something much more compact and molded. And then from that, we built um, a lot more uh, into the design in terms of how could we best help the development of the child, but not only make it easier for them to use cutlery, easier for them to control and coordinate but also help them develop their sort of key motor skills. So that was really the sort of working principles, if you like.
0: I'm really interested in that um, research stage that you went through. How long did it take to, you know, to come from, that initial broken fork and your initial you know first ideas I guess you must have used something like plasticine or you know something soft to to kind of form the handle and then to finally arrive at the product that we have today how long did that take?
1: Well that was a process of about 18 months actually of um uh, so in my first um sort of journey was looking at Um, trying to get the right people on board in terms of the specialist. So finding a child development specialist that could really help consult and advise to make sure everything we were trying to achieve was in the best interest in the child and supporting their development. Um, But really, once we had that person on board, um, it was just a long process of um, developing the designs, um, getting a lot of children, and then testing and we had um, probably near 50-odd designs um, of all these different handles that would go through the same process of testing. And it would be videoed, and we would have all these matrices so we could really quantify the results in terms of what really was the best. Um, some designs were just no good, so they would then um, be dropped. Others could uh, were reworked and remodified. And this process just carried on, basically, until we got closer and closer to the final design, which basically scored when we looked at every element of, you know, child eating and um, the specifics of that, um, what design was the best to help the child and help their skills and make it easier.
0: And how many children did you observe? I mean, you have three at your table, which I'm sure is is already very interesting because you must have observed them 24-7, basically. But how many other families did you involve? Or did you have a research centre kind of set up for this? Yeah, we had
1: lots of different environments. And that's what we wanted to do because we wanted to make sure it was as broad as it could be. So we had uh, went into um, nurseries, so big um, nurseries where there were a lot of children, Um, And they were sort of processing through, if you like. Um, So they would be doing meals at sort of maybe 20, 30 kids at a time. Um, We went into playgroups. We set up um, sort of focus groups that were were hosted um, often um, at my house, but other premises as well. We worked with childminders where they were given sort of the prototypes to test in their environment. Um, So it's a really wide range of, um, we also went to schools. Um, It was a really wide range of children in different settings, um, different ages, different experiences to try and capture every single situation and child, if you like.
0: And I noticed you have two different cutlery sets. So there's the tiny spoon and tiny fork for the very early stage and then fork, knife and spoon for the older children so how did you divide these two cutlery sets and where do you think is the best time to swap over from one to the other
1: yeah well in terms of the the product development it was a little bit back to front because actually the children's cutlery or the toddler cutlery which is the 12 plus months came first um but we realized um that actually you know, what we wanted to do was get from the very first moment that babies were weaning, you know, we wanted to get that familiarity with cutlery. Um, Now, obviously, the expectation for babies, sort of six to 12 months, we're not expecting them to be, you know, cutlery connoisseurs and, you know, really get to grips with effectively using cutlery, but it's all part of a journey. And I think some parents sort of um, maybe hope or expect they give cutlery to their children and, and they would just automatically just get it and that's not always the case there can be that period of time where it's building coordination building um, skills building strength uh, the beauty of doddle is that it can be it's designed to be very intuitive so we do expect that you can just push it on the table and the child will learn how to use that cutlery without you know much guidance etc but yeah the point of the baby cutlery really is that it's for babies giving uh, the cutlery to babies alongside their weaning journey so they can start to familiarize themselves with cutlery explore cutlery whilst they're exploring the food Um, and by the time they get to nearer the 12 months when they should be more able and successful using cutlery than the toddler cutlery which is um, obviously the metal end which is important as well because you want to get them familiar with metal because Uh, Metal can feel and taste quite different, so if you keep them on plastic cutlery, you know after they've gone through that baby stage, then it can be quite a difficult transition then for them trying to get uh, get used to adult cutlery thereafter. So yeah, it was really just making sure the baby cutlery can still be held in a um, palmer grip, so they can sort of wrap their hand around it. But it's the same principle in trying to get that finger strength and building that
0: pincer grip as well. I actually because I I have three children like yourself as well, and they're six, four, and two now. So obviously I didn't know about dotl cutlery for the first two children, but we had your cutlery for the last well the, for the the last one from when he was around seven, eight months old. And I, I have to say, you know, I, I can really support it that it was so easy for him to use the cutlery. Whereas with my other children, they were usually more interested in chewing Um, on the spoons that we had in the beginning because they were soft-tipped, which is great as well, but it was a completely different experience, I would say, um, for the youngest to use the cutlery and then also to very much, you know, mimic what the older children were doing. So, um, yeah. That's
1: the beauty of it. It was really, um, you know, I used to find mealtimes really quite stressful and it wasn't about sitting down ever really and enjoying family mealtimes. It felt more like a... Uh, sort of job that needed to be done the children needed to be fed um, and it was trying to be the like easiest way to to get through that but you know it's really not what mealtime should be about mealtime should be about enjoying the food enjoying the company and i think we do really believe especially at doddle that that's important from an early age to 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 get into that sort of um feeling and experience um so beauty doddle is that, yeah, you can give it to your children and they can be successful with it from a a young age. And, you know, if mum or dad can then sit there or siblings and and eat their food and the the toddler is happily, you know, tucking into their food with their cutlery, then then that's brilliant.
0: Let me take a quick break and tell you about our great-up Phoebe that gives you all the inspiration for cooking healthy food for your family. Phoebe is currently free to use, so make sure you get it today. The link is in the show notes. And if you find this episode helpful, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts to help more parents discover it. Now, let's get back to our episode. I think the most popular um, piece of your cutlery is actually the knife in our household that all children want to use and fight over at every mealtime. Could you talk to us a little bit about the knife and what's so special and so very different about your knife? Because your knife doesn't really look like a knife. If you think about a knife, it just doesn't look anything like it. So if you could just describe it for what it looks like um, for the listeners who haven't seen it before.
1: Uh, we get that a lot in terms of people like, oh, what is that? Um, so the knife it is a very – so obviously a standard knife is sort of long and thin from top to bottom really, including working through the blade to the handle, one relatively long straight line. Um, our knife is, uh, has a much um, uh, longer uh, – a, a shorter blade um, and a much more compact handle. Um, So actually the blade area is much bigger. Um, And the reason it's designed um, like that is because funny enough, when I started off with cutlery, I was really focusing on the spoon and fork because I was still finding my children just moving from a spoon um, to a fork quite challenging. Um, I hadn't really considered the knife because like most parents, I thought, well, they're never going to be able to use a knife. Um, It was absolutely hopeless. Whenever I tried giving them a toddler knife, they couldn't cut anything. Um, So I had almost parked the knife. And then we thought, right, how are we going to... It is important that kids can use a knife and fork. How can we make a knife that kids can actually use? Um, And the key is why they can't use a standard knife is because they don't have the strength in their hand and wrist. So when you think about yourself as an adult cutting through food you actually have quite a lot of strength to keep your wrist stable and to cut and push through the food. So the design of the doddle knife is really about getting um, a lot more support under the hand. So it puts the hand in the correct position as to how they would hold an adult knife, but it gives them a lot more support under that hand because they haven't got the strength to keep their wrist very stable. So it means that they can start learning to cut through food from a young age and all that time, they're building those skills, they're building that strength so they can then just go on and use a normal knife. Um, so yeah, the knife has been, um, is really probably our most revolutionary product because it actually works and it's so different to um, what most people would look at a knife. But for a child, it's a perfect design.
0: Can you describe the, you know, because the, the handle sits on top of the knife, um,
1: yeah. uh, which I think is so brilliant. <laughs> yeah. um, it's, it's really quite hard to describe. Um, I'm trying to think of the shape that the, the knife blade creates, because I think some parents look at that and think, oh, you know, that's quite um, intimidating. Um, it's sort of a um, like a little wedge shape almost, or if you think about uh, maybe a um, nail, nail brush, how you might hold, a nail brush that's how the handle is sort of getting your hand positioned and I say the blade is almost like a a sort of wedge shape in order to help keep that hand hand up in the correct uh, position but the blade as well you see is really um, specifically designed so that it will cut food but it won't cut skin and it is a really useful design how the teeth are specifically aligned and the sizing and all of that to make sure because people look at it and think oh I wouldn't give my child that but as we often do at trade shows which um, I'm not necessarily recommending but we're often sort of running the knife over our hands to be like look literally you cannot cut your skin but then you can easily then just start cutting through food it is a very clever design
0: yeah and um that knife how did you come up with the design of the blade because it is so different to I mean any other baby knife is basically it's just it's a very blunt piece of metal and that's it so how did you come up with the teeth of the knife
1: yeah well the the whole design because when we were looking at children using a knife what you would always see is when they try cutting through food their hand would just drop down to the plate uh, so they weren't able to keep their hand up to cut through food. So that would uh, that would happen, or they would um, sort of grip the knife around the other side and almost try clawing through the food with the knife. Um, so the first point in terms of coming up with the design of the knife was to having looked and um, observed children was helping them to keep their hands up in the correct position because they didn't have the strength to do that. So that's what led to the shape of the knife um utensil or the the blade if you like in that quite unique shape. And then the handle was really um how could we uh make sure that the child is putting their hand in the correct position that they would hold an adult knife. So encouraging that finger to come along the top, um having the knife tucked into the palm, but very comfortable so that it felt nice to hold, comfortable to hold, um, because that's the other issue that a lot of cutlery um and long, thin handles are not actually very comfy to hold and quite off-putting then for children to use. Um, say, the teeth really was a lot of um, testing um, to uh, uh, until we found the um the correct design of those teeth. um so if you had them too small, um it may get too sharp, and the orientation of the how the teeth actually align. All of that was a lot of sort of testing and modification to make sure that it would cut through food easily, but wouldn't cut skin. Um, so that did take quite a lot of trial and error in order to to get those uh, the actual blade of the knife. Um, but what parents always told us with our research and our testing is that their frustration was that a lot most of the toddler cutlery or baby cutlery was always very blunt, um, and so they couldn't they struggled even to sort of cut up food or stab food with the fork etc um let alone the child being able to to do that so that's what typically would lead to the toddlers becoming frustrated um then they would like chuck down the cutlery and resort to fingers and then parents would get frustrated and a bit pulling their hair out as to why my child not using cutlery why they just keep eating with their fingers And that was really why, because we were just giving them implements that we thought, right, we'll just make the small versions of adult cutlery. We'll make them quite blunt so that they can't hurt themselves. Um, And there we go. We'll expect them to to use it. And, you know, obviously they couldn't use it. And that's why children would often resort to fingers.
0: Um, How old is doddle now, doddle cutlery?
1: Um, well, it's been, (laughs) it feels almost like a lifetime because I came up with the idea, um, towards the end of 2013. Um, and then it was quite a long journey of, as I say, with the research, the testing, we tried to set manufacturing up in the UK. Um, unfortunately that wasn't successful. Um, so that almost took another year out of our, our progress. So we started really selling, um, beginning of 2017 um so we're sort of n- nearly five years in four or five years in of um consistent selling
0: and i mean obviously you've talked us through the the research stage and now that you see so many people using it because you're a product out on the open market i i think you're you know you're you're quite strong in the baby cutlery market what is the feedback that you get from parents and has your product actually changed over the last five years or have you had requests from people that said you know that gave you feedback that things do not work or do work um, what has it been for you
1: well that is the challenge because the product was always designed to be the perfect product for the child it's not the perfect product to manufacture Um, it is really difficult to manufacture and that's always been the challenge that constantly is sort of being pushed by Uh, the production team etc to amend the design to make it more favorable for production but it was so specific that design in terms of being the perfect one for the child that um, for me that's non-negotiable so it does create its challenges but the reason um, it's non-negotiable is because our feedback is amazing we get five-star reviews from parents um, and not only that, consistently, um, we get emails um, from parents that literally it's been life-changing for them. And, and that just keeps me going all the time. It, there'll be, you know, mums that are written to say, you know, I have been so stressed about my child not eating. You know, meal times were a nightmare. Um, I was really unhappy. The child seemed really unhappy. And they've just been like, this has just completely been a game changer for us. Um, and I love those emails and that makes it, you know, that's why I set out to to do this was to make meal times easier and more enjoyable because that was not my experience with my children. Yeah. Um, and so I knew there had to be a better way. And so when we get those emails from, um, parents that are just love the cutlery, just made it, uh, the whole experience for their child easier for themselves, for the parent easier as well. Um, it, it makes it worthwhile. So. The design, as I say, is not really um, negotiable because that was so specific and that's why it works. And that's why, you know, that we get such great reviews.
0: And were there any bumps on your journey? That's, you know, been, well, you say you're five years on the market, but the journey is much longer. It's nearly a 10 year journey now. What, what were your biggest hurdles?
1: Um or oh, it's a total roller coaster, um, and, it, and it always is. We have issues with, um, you know, ultimately we were the first cutlery company then to redesign um, children's cutlery. And unfortunately, you know, a lot of people have followed now down the same route. Um, and I guess it's understandable because our cutlery works, long, uh, small versions of adult cutlery didn't. So on the market today, you'll see a lot less sort of small versions of adult cutlery and a lot more sort of um uh aligning our principle that we sort of created which was this much more compact much more molded um uh, cutlery so i guess that gets frustrating because i sort of feel you know that was a a a lot of um you know a lot of years of hard work to, to create that and then you do get companies that jump on the bandwagon in terms of oh yeah good idea (laughs) um so uh yeah that's one of our challenges um funding as well like we we are a true startup so um it was started from nothing essentially what the sort of family could afford to invest etc so we've not had the deep pockets that big corporates and internationals have. Um, so a lot of our growth has been through word of mouth and organic, which is great, but we want Doddle to be available or every parent um to know about Doddle. We sell Doddle in over 30 countries worldwide. Um, and so we don't feel there's any child that wouldn't benefit from using Doddle. So that's sort of our mission. Um, but that's a, a big, a big mission and um, lots of bumps along the road. It's a constant roller coaster.
0: I mean, you're a mom of three. I'm a mom of three. I know it is so difficult to. We're just trying to run a business. You're running it. <laughs> um, it any piece of advice for a mother of one, two, three, four children, um, however many children, no children, <laughs> being pregnant? Um, what's your what? What are your three main pieces of advice? Um, you know, because you've kind of you followed a dream. You found something that came up because you're a mother and you are in this role. So you found a new calling in your life, so to say, as, as, have, as, as uh, we have found as well. Um, what are your three pieces of advice for somebody to follow their dream?
1: It's very tricky because uh, you'll always feel that you're not doing something as well as you can. So if you're trying to start a business, run a business, and you're the main carer trying to look after children, you'll always feel like you're compromising. So you're never doing spending as much time with the kids. And you're never spending as much time as you feel you should be on the business. Um, So I think my first piece of advice is it's almost you've just got to accept that that's the way it will be and um, that the business will be okay if you give it as much time as you can. And the children will be okay if you give them as much time as you can. But there's no point beating yourself up about not being able to do both as well as you wish or hope or expect Um, you should be able to. I think the the next piece of advice is um, you've got to be really um, really determined um, and really um, resilient. I'd say that's what's kept me going because there's been, felt like there's been a lot more um, hurdles and bumps in the road than smooth sailing and um, it can be very stressful and it can be very tiring and very wearing so if you're um, a personality or character that is very resilient is very determined, then you probably will will get through it. But if you don't like the uncertainty um, of ups and downs and risk, et cetera, then running a business um, with children is probably <laughs> uh, probably not necessarily well suited. Um, and what would my third piece be. um I think uh, make sure that you've got a really good support network around you and whether that's friends and family, but really for me, um, in, especially in the early days, spending time researching all the organisations out there because for startups, um, especially as women, mums, um, et cetera, there's a huge amount of support out there, whether it's in-kind, whether it's grants, um, there are a huge amount of organizations so um, I feel very lucky um, to have had the support I've had but that does require you know a bit of tenacity to really go looking for uh, for that support because that's definitely what helped me get uh, out the starting blocks.
0: But it's it's so good to hear you talk honestly about it because you know sometimes people can see an Instagram feed or they see a glossy website and they think oh this person has, has it all sorted but it's really nice to see like you know how it looks behind the scenes and um, yeah to get an, an honest view on on what it's like.
1: <laughs> well, people that know me know that I generally am pretty honest and speak my mind, which is probably why I don't do much in the way of social media because um, yeah I, I find it hard posting. It's that reality of that um you know it's definitely not all smiles and it's not all glamour and it's not all easy um and it is tough um so but you know it's a great experience i I wouldn't have changed it for the world um there it's been a absolute roller coaster um and I feel as I say that I really believe in the product um and the more we get out there and the more feedback we get. Uh, the more I know it's worthwhile. So
0: uh, it's a journey we're going to keep on plugging on. <laughs> Great. Well, Kat, thank you so much for talking to us today. And um, for anyone who has not heard or has not seen Doddle Cutlery, I will put a link to your website in our show notes um, or otherwise just type Doddle and you'll find um, your website, obviously, with with all the cutleries and options that you have and i also saw that you've got lots of nice videos on your website which is so great to see you know to see how the the cutlery is being used by children of different ages um yeah it's brilliant most
1: of it is user generated content um so it's just customers sharing with us you know their experience so we mostly share that to be honest rather than our any own videos created because we love seeing what customers are uh, um how they're using it, how they're getting on. Um, and obviously we've got our newer products, the plates. Um, so it's sort of moving to that mealtime experience as well. Um, obviously we were started off on the cutlery, but it's that that journey to sort of uh, help with the whole mealtime yeah. range and experience.
0: Brilliant. Great. Well, thank you so much for talking to us today, Kat.
1: You're welcome. Then, nice yeah. to speak
0: to you. <laughs> bye bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Make sure you download our app, which provides free recipes and weaning tips for families with young children. Look for Phoebe on the App Store. That's P-H-O-E-B-E. And if you found this episode helpful, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts to help more parents discover it. That's it for today.